Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey, Adam. Hey, Ryan. Would, do you want, would you rather be the, the human torch, mm. an invisible lady, Yes. a thing, Okay. Or a fantastic mister. Uh, a fantastic mister. Why? Um, well, because he's fantastic. More reasons. Say, the, say more reasons. He can stretch any part of his body, Ryan. Okay. He can stretch any part of his body. You're being gross. I said nothing. Your yes, brain you, is gross. I disagree. The, I, I, false. We are, we are good friends, and I know you, and you're gross. All right, maybe a little. Yeah. <laughs> Well, which which character would you be? The thing. You would be the thing. Of course yeah. you would be the thing. Because it's the thing to be the thing. Also, yeah, yeah. I just think, like, it's cool. Because, like, nobody likes him. I mean, I, <laughs> no one likes him in the in the story or <laughs> as <Right>. a character. <laughs> a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, I mean, no, fair. that's not true. No, he's sort of a crowd favorite. But, like, it's more so in the story because he's cantankerous. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that feels like it sort of it it ebbs. It ebbing Moss Bacharax into hey. like my vibe. <laughs> yeah, we did it. We got there. <laughs> we did it. Welcome to the HBO boys. I'm Ryan. That's Adam. And today we're talking about Masters of the Air episode four. We're also going to talk about what we've been watching lately. But we'll start off today with what we've been discussing vaguely for the past minuto, and that <laughs> is uh, we have figured out, at least they've released, who is going to be cast in the new Fantastic Four movie, Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic, something we've known for a long time, Reed Richards, but it seems as though they were waiting to announce this for his shoulder to be healed or something. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm. You might know her from Napoleon or Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 or playing uh, yes. Princess Margaret in The Crown. And then we also have Joseph Quinn of... Uh, Stranger Things fame, uh, playing uh, the Human Torch, Johnny Storm. And uh, the one I'm obviously the most excited by, Eben Moss Bacharach from The Bear uh, and many another thing, but uh, really the recent award winner from The Bear playing Ben Grimm, a.k.a. The Thing. What were your initial reactions to uh, this announcement my dude yeah yeah i mean obviously pedro pascal i love pedro pascal he's on a high right now um but we'll set him aside because obviously right sure um no eben moss uh Baccarat, uh amazing cast i think that is an amazing cast and i can just i was playing in my head episodes of the bear of him angry and shouting and i'm just like yeah i could absolutely see that um with a cgi overlay of the thing from the fantastic four so so yeah very excited about that announcement the other two i'm not entirely like stoked for i mean i i'm familiar with them but definitely the shining star in this announcement was the cast for the thing absolutely 
Yeah, I mean, it would have been Pedro Pascal, right? But we have just known for so long. Yeah, right. That it was going to be Pedro Pascal. And there's just been some, I think, built-in anxiety, at least from my side, Mm -hmm. because right now, it's cool that he's going to be Mr. Fantastic. It's cool that he's going to be Reed Richards, although John Krasinski could have very easily been Reed Richards, and I would have been cool with him. Yeah, I mean, he... was right <laughs> Reed Richards for a moment there but in this universe I suppose it is Pedro Pascal just a part of me thinks I want him to be only doing the last of us right like <laughs> that's the only thing you want from him <laughs> yeah I need him to shoot all of the last of us and then he can do whatever else he wants but until then like get back on set Pedro sure I mean to to, to be fair um, they are now shooting season two of the last of us and they're doing the, uh, Jackson, Wyoming shots again. And, um, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, we're going to start seeing set things come out for that and it might be sad. <laughs> so, oh, it's going to we'll be sad. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sad. Uh, and then before we get to, uh, anything else, the big game was this weekend. Oh, the big game. And along with the big game comes a lot of movie trailers. Yeah. So uh, we'll go one by one here. First one being A Quiet Place Day One, starring Lupita Nyong'o and uh, Luongo, sorry. And this looks so cool. I want it. Does. I, I'm cool, man. Just keep making. John Krasinski has done a wonderful job of building this universe. And I'm good with him just making like versions of this uh movie over and over again i love everything about it and uh and this one i don't think is gonna be uh any different it's starring joseph quinn the human torch (laughs) as well as lupita (laughs) nuango and uh uh alex wolf It, it it's gonna be really really cool uh by the way written by John Krasinski, one of three writers, yes. but not directed by him. Oh, this who, one who's directed, directing this one? Uh, Michael Sarnowski, who mm. has uh, directed some things in the past that you've never heard of. But gotcha. You know, John Krasinski can't do everything. You know, so right. I'll, be, I'll be interested to see <laughs> if the structure of the universe is strong enough to uphold another brain. Who's not I, John Krasinski and still make it as good as the other ones? Yeah, I I, I think so. Th- this looks so so good. I mean, they had a shot of the Brooklyn Bridge exploding, which sure. looked so sick. So it's gonna be excellent and very um, action packed. I feel, um, you know, it's it's the outbreak. I love a good disaster movie. You know, think of the outbreak of World War Z with Brad Pitt. That was such a fun telling of that story the last of us episode one you're seeing the outbreak the day after tomorrow we're seeing catastrophic violence and stuff it's just fun and then (laughs) we'll top it off with twister i love seeing the disaster movies it's so fun and speaking of twister they also launched the twisters trailer during that big game that we can't say the name of we can do whatever we want. It was the guy. Yeah, you're Super right. Bowl, no one's, like, no one's going to strike us. No, no, no. There are, no one is in the world. But like, yes, Twisters uh, came out with its first trailer. Obviously, if you've been a longtime listener to this podcast, you could have heard a uh, 
a rendition of said trailer. <laughs> it was pretty close. It was so close. It was actually pretty close. <laughs> but yeah, what were your vibes yeah. on the Twisters trailer? Uh, so, <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go both ways on this one because it, it, it looks super corny yeah. and, but it also looks insanely good with their special effects. I mean, it, the movie itself, like as a whole, it kind of looks fire and I'm excited to watch it. I, like, as I said, I love me a good disaster movie, but they had a couple of lines in there that made me laugh out loud. And it was. They call me Tornado Wrangler. <laughs> like, sure. What? What is Listen, that about? <laughs> put, put Glenn Powell in yeah. uh, a cowboy hat. Give him a rope. See if he can, uh, like, Pecos Bill. Yeah, ride. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, Pecos ride Twisters <laughs> around the prairie. I- I'm 100% with that. And another line, you don't face your fears. You ride them. <laughs> okay. Can, are you gonna ride glenn glenn look at me in the eyes are you gonna ride a twister my bro i sure hope he does you're gonna ride a twister like a clydesdale you're gonna do it because if you're gonna say you're gonna do it then do it my man <laughs> and they you know had some great fan service for fans of the original you know we got twins um uh, although in the original movie he goes we got sisters uh yeah. but now this time with a drone like, mm. I mean, it's new, so yeah, I guess. No, I thought that part was dumb. Listen, it was it was dumb. It's dumb. It's gonna be cheesy <laughs> it's, it's and corny. weird. And I, yeah, and, but I'm a little concerned, but I'm gonna see it nonetheless. Oh, I'm. Uh, you know what? It's one of those things that this movie will not ruin the original for me. So I'm okay with whatever they do. That's big. True. We got a yeah. few more trailers during uh, the supple and uh, I'll put them in the category of we've already talked about them or mm. I'm less interested than the others. That is Monkey Man, which we already talked yep. about, which was very great. Cool. Uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I have sort of fallen out of that story completely. It looks yeah. beautiful. I bet it's going to be cool. I don't know why I can't get into it. Uh, maybe one day I'll try again. And wicked part mm, one yeah right 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 which i she was a witch you're right it, i mean it wicked part, the trailer was absolutely gorgeous yeah it it's it looks insane like that train with all the gears on the front of it i was like what is this uh um steampunk oh god St- no it's not steampunk that um oh my god snowpiercer that's what i was mm. thinking of listen man i love trains okay i do love trains there are no rules on the rails. It is known. <laughs> You're lawless on them rails. That's correct. Uh, and I also love gears. So, yeah, you know, I'm looking <laughs> so specific. To we also got a trailer for if uh, the John Krasinski directed Ryan yes. Reynolds starring uh, kids movie, which sure. Fine. And uh, it looks we, fun. Yeah, I'll it looks totally it. fun. And then uh, we also got. Uh, the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer, the now oh, yes. most watched trailer of all time. Is it really? Well, I'm more so. I think not watched most watched of all time. Just the the fastest to a certain number oh, sure. or something. Yeah. So yeah, Deadpool is entering the Marvel universe. Uh, and the to think wall. we didn't even get Hugh Jackman in this trailer. We no. didn't even see him. We saw his silhouette. It makes me think: How much is he going to be in the movie? Oh. Uh, yeah, I hope it's not disappointing, but I understand if he's not like in it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Anyway, what were your general reactions to the trailer? 
yeah, it, I mean, I'm hyped for it. I, I love the Deadpool thing. I love their whole breaking the fourth wall. They had a line about pegging in a Disney movie that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> and, um, and they reference the MCU as a Marvel cinematic universe and they reference Marvel. Like, I just love that that fourth wall break that is very iconic of Deadpool. So uh, very good. Uh, we may have seen Dr. Doom in there. I keep seeing that all I over the so. internet. And I hope so too. That would be very cool. And the TVA, what's up with that? Mm, I think it's just going to be ingrained in this entire phase at this sure. point. I yeah. think they, uh, they sort of sold the goose there and it's just here now. Like, uh, they're going to have to try to figure out like I, but here's the thing. Deadpool is exactly what the MC you needs right now, right? Yes. You just lose Jonathan majors as Kang. You now need to pivot. What is the perfect way to do so? Have Deadpool look down the barrel of a camera and be like, this was supposed to be Kang, but you know why it's not anyway. Honestly, that would be amazing if it was exactly like that. Uh, and then, you know, Past that, we also have some new stuff coming out, uh, coming out tomorrow, I actually think, the day in which you're actually listening to this, but after we're recording, is yeah. the new Grand Tour special. Mm. Uh, only two more to go until the Grand Tour is over. And on that same leaf or branch or whatever mm -hmm. this sentence means, uh, yeah. new episodes of Clarkson's Farm coming out yes. really soon as well. Uh, what were your shows? What were your general vibes there, man? Uh, well, they only released like a teaser of that grand tour uh, episode, so you don't really get much from them. You you normally don't um, when they release those teasers, but yeah, I mean, it, they never fail to be entertaining for me. Uh, I mean, it is the original guys from Top Gear, uh, which uh, you know, if you listen back to our podcast, it made it to our top two, or did it win the it did greatest? Not, it didn't what, win. What one? I can't even remember. Uh, well, guess we're going to have to just go. Just going to have to go look at some do the back. something else. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> these three are our own podcast. The, <laughs> these three are excellent. They're so good at their jobs um, as automotive enthusiasts and and writers and. Um, they're hilarious together. So very excited for that. Clarkson's farm ended up being a sleeper. Uh, another excellent show. Uh, very funny. Great cast of characters in there. Um, yeah, very excited for those. I'm, I'm psyched that Amazon has them because uh, what do they only have Reacher? Really? Is that really the only other one? Reacher and uh, the new Mr. And Mrs. Smith, which which we both also watched. Yeah, I brought it up last time. You hadn't watched it. Uh, my general consensus on that is basically Donald Glover uh, and Maya Arskin are so, so good. And I think oh, yeah. if you go into it thinking like this is going to be a spy thriller, you might be slightly disappointed, although I wasn't. But if you go into it thinking this is a rom-com, it's a truly brilliant rom-com that mm -hmm. is doing mm -hmm. some things better than I think any other rom-com has been in the last few years. And it's absolutely worth a watch. Now that you've watched it, uh, what's your review of the first season? Yeah, it's a very fun, very sexy, very chill. Um, Donald Glover is excellent as always. I think he has a swagger that can't be beat. Um, it had 
wonderful cameos as well. Narcos own Pablo Escobar was one of them, and he was really great. And uh, Paul Dano uh, from uh, Girl Next Door fame, from Prisoners fame, uh, weird and excellent and not what you thought he was going to be. So there that's might be neat. blood, dude. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I. Uh, I know he's been in a bunch of really great movies, but I just, I couldn't think of him off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. But no, it left it open, kind of, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I hope there's a second season, but we'll see. And before we get to what else we've been watching, I just want to point out that Resident Alien was mm-hmm. uh, recently put on Netflix. It is a wildly underrated show starring Alan Tudyuk. It was a, it's a sci-fi show that more people need to watch. If you are just looking for something to throw on, it's a comedy. It's brilliant. Uh, in the next week or just, you know, give a pilot a shot. I would say resident alien is the show for you. Yeah. I remember watching that first or first one or two episodes of, of that show. And surprisingly great. I really like him. And, um, I mean, Steve the pirate will always be him for, to me, but I really like him as that alien guy and it's funny and well-written and yeah, I surprised by it would love to continue watching it. And then I'll talk quickly about what I've been watching. Cause it's a shorter list than Adams for sure. Uh, I watched Orion and the dark, the, uh, the CGI movie that is on Netflix, uh, written by Charlie Kaufman and two others. Uh, starring Jacob Tremblay, has Colin Hanks, Paul Walter Hauser as Dark, uh, Nat Faxon is in there. I thought it was super cute and uh, worth a watch to with like if you're just looking to hang out and uh, <laughs> and and have a few larfs, then Orion in the Dark is a is a pretty great movie to just throw on, and especially like you know if you have kids too. Um, it is, it's made for kids. So, uh, but as an adult who watched it and liked it, I, uh, <laughs> I will say that I in- enjoyed it a-, a great amount. And then also, uh, I'm still watching death and other details on Hulu. I think it's slowing down a little bit. Uh, the main character is getting a little like less and less interesting over time, but I'm too deep now. So I have to finish it kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. And then obviously Masters of the Air, but we'll get to that after uh, we discuss what else you've been watching, my dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, the first one, Mr. and Mrs. Smith finished that very quickly. Um, we were kind of, it was it an episodic release? No, I don't remember. I think we binged it. But um, yeah, an excellent show. Uh, highly recommend it if you've never heard of it or are on the fence about it. Um, also watched a movie called Migration. It is a Disney Illumination movie. Nice. Or not Disney. Uh, whatever the hell. the DreamWorks Illumination movie. And um, very cute. Very fun. Um, excellent voice actors. Fun story. You know, it's a kid's movie. But <laughs> but mm-hmm. my girlfriend and I wanted to watch it. And it was, it was very pretty. Very pretty movie about ducks migrating west. Um, and it's, it's just very cute. And it was an hour and 22 minutes. So if you're into that thing, it's a quick watch. Um, and then I actually have also been re-watching Ted Lasso with my girlfriend as well. Because she really likes that show too. And I'll tell you, you know, we reviewed season three. 
in its entirety, episode to episode. So go back and watch that if you're interested in it. Um, but I, when we rewatched season three, I got more out of it. I think it was better the second time around. There was a lot more nuanced uh, things that I missed the first time through because I was angry that Nate was doing what he was doing. And I was not happy that Ted wasn't in it as much as the namesake of the show leads you to believe he would be. But it's a, it's still a really good season. Is it the strongest? Absolutely not. But I, I still very much love it. There were some really, really, really high highs, and the lows weren't terribly low. So I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. But, um, and then also to wrap up, Masters of the Air is also the weekly show I have also been watching. So that's what I got. Yeah, and uh, oh, I watched one more thing. Good night, Oppie. It's about uh, one out of two robots that uh were the first robots on mars and it lasted way long like it was supposed to last 90 days and lived for 15 years oh my god it is a story of hope story of perseverance and a story of a bunch of nerds really happy about robots so you know can relate i guess yeah but (laughs) uh let's get to masters of the air a thing i realized and remembered and you i said to you earlier and you were like yeah man that's how that is is uh in the shows produced by tom hanks and steven spielberg band of brothers the pacific and now masters of the air Mm. almost all the characters are based off of real live people yes and so we're gonna talk about uh what happened in episode four uh but once I realized they were based on real life people and I there were some, you know, cliffhangers as to whether or not uh, two of them were alive, I did immediately go look if the real people died during <laughs> World War II. Oh, and no. so now I know that. Uh, anyway. Oh, come on. <laughs> I couldn't not do it, dude. I couldn't. I was so angry at this episode because I it was, know. It was honest. It was the worst episode so far. Still. Yeah, for sure. Still good. But it was the worst episode so far. Yeah, and, and, it, and because the, the of internet choice. agrees. <laughs> yeah, because of one choice they made. But yeah, and you know the answer to if that is true or not. But yeah, that's a bummer, and I think it's a bummer. But um, yeah, the, the the beginning of Band of Brothers specifically started out with interviews of the actual people who they were um, describing in the show. A very pretty very nice high quality interviews of these soldiers and they talk about the episode that is playing that week and it's a, it was very good and i was honestly hoping that it would happen here however after all of the events that we're watching understandably so why they didn't do it sure so yeah so um i think you know tom hanks steven spielberg masters of their craft not just the masters of the air sure Um, and uh they craft these beautiful um kind of expositions of of these soldiers and i i really love it and that's why i I give these shows so much respect and uh this one still the same amount of respect it's just it's a bummer how their stories are ending yeah let's dive into the episode i'm first going to talk about the b plot slash the side story slash the side yep. quest which sure. is Sh- sergeant quinn being guided by uh belgian resident smugglers uh, uh arriving at a train station uh in german occupied paris and he's on his way to spain i 
don't like this side story because I mm. don't like Sergeant Quinn and it's not because he left a boy to die. <laughs> oh, okay. But you're like, I just don't like his decision. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't like that he's freaking out and almost getting everyone killed. Oh, it, it was the I same know. reason that I was having problems with Lieutenant Harry Crosby at the beginning of yep. this uh, show because I was like, this dude's going to get everyone killed. And yeah. like, because he's just, he is not figuring it out. And, a part of me when saying that is like, yeah, but how would you do in war, Ryan? Bad. You would do bad. <laughs> like, you're not giving anyone the benefit of the doubt here. But also, I don't care. It's a TV show. Do bad. I don't yeah. know. So uh, this B-plot doesn't... To my, cater to my mind, right. not my reality. I'm just saying that this B-plot doesn't need to exist, and it better get... Fa- uh, it better be better faster, because... Yeah. Uh, but especially couched in an episode that had a few things... I would argue wrong with it. I don't sure. know. It just hit bad and like whatever, dude. I just- yeah. I, I mean, this show, I get why they're doing it. These are pilots that fell down and this is their story on how they get back. So it's still about the pilots there, but the show is called masters of the air. I want to see aerial combat. Like that's what I, that's what I want. Right. Um, and you know, having one episode, if this is the only episode where it slows down a little bit, I'm okay with in the grand scheme of things, but really just get, get, get back in that fortress, yeah. baby. We won't know until we see the next episodes, but this is the last episode, uh, directed by Carrie Joji Fuganawa and it's, we're reaching the middle of the season and yeah. I'm just hoping this isn't a sign of the times where perhaps the middle of the season falls off, gets weird, and then it ramps back up at the end. Yeah. Uh, which is what I, I think is going to happen now, just based on how weak relatively this episode was to the other three. Let me make clear, and I've said this about a lot of shows, uh, especially like Game of Thrones season seven, season eight. It was still the best thing on television, but it was uh, it, being relatively bad matters. So <laughs> it matters to me at the very least. Yeah. Anyway. For sure. We meet Robert Rosenthal, the guy on the uh, we talked about this before. He's the guy on the uh, the poster who we yep. didn't see until now. So we meet yep. him this episode. Uh, Major Egan needs some time off. So he goes to London to have a one night stand with a Polish war widow. That happens. And then uh, Austin Butler's Major Clevin goes out on a run and we uh, a bombing run and we don't see any of it, but uh, they try to sell to us that he has died in an off screen uh, has an off screen death, which right that sucks. Uh, yeah. And at the time when you don't know whether or not it's real yet, uh, having an off screen deaths are the worst ones. You can't do that for a main character. And Mm. how dare you like if this was a bingeable show and I could just press next and it was it shows him in a bush somewhere, then fine. (laughs) But the fact that I have to wait a week, it was a weird off episode and you tried to like off screen death the main character all in. I don't know. It just it didn't feel good, Adam. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It was it it felt a little uh, rushed and because there is a time jump here. Um, I can't remember where what the time jump is, but it goes you know between multiple months, uh, and you're getting new crew coming in. So 
I mean, they're moving the story along, but it, it would be a bummer if that truly was the end of Austin Butler's character because he is the main guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we didn't even see it happen. It could have happened in a blaze of glory. Um, but I suppose, well, we may find out and you know a, a kind of answer. So <laughs> I do, and I'm not going to say it. So yes, good, he, good. he is up in the air. <laughs> Get yes. it? And hey. then um, uh, Biddick is also up in the air. Less so, he sort of exploded. But, yeah, yeah. And we didn't see him at all in episode four. I think cause, probably because he exploded. Sure. And then, but we meet Lieutenant Robert Rosenthal and then they kill him off screen too. So he's up in the air as well for our, is that guy alive? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I hope they answer these questions or at least we see a flashback or something like if, if he truly did die in, in that bombing run, I sure hope the show flashes to that period. Maybe this coming episode to show us the events that happened while his buddy was getting laid, <laughs> you know, Sure. now I will say there was one part of this episode that I really did like, which is. Like you said, <clears throat> there was a time jump. They were in Africa mm -hmm. and they were chilling there for a while and then they went back and then they did a bunch of runs and uh, we had, uh, you know, one crew get to 25 runs so they get to go home and Austin Butler slash uh, Major Egan also getting pretty close to being able to go home, with, uh, you know, stack another brick on why it's a bummer that uh, the off-screen possible death of Gail Clevin happened, but we also get to see like new recruits talking yeah. to Egan and Clevin and being nervous in front of them because they're, uh, they're senior officers. And I really did like that part because they're all children and yes, the, it's, the, it's the tinier children, uh, looking up and being afraid of the bigger children. So that part, like as just a, uh, coloring in parts of war, I thought was, uh, really well done. Yeah. And these kids are very young and they're like, you know, they have an attitude about them. Um, being young and and confident in their um new ranks in the pilot you know <laughs> crew or whatever but yeah it's it's funny seeing that dynamic of of two fairly young individuals you know in war <laughs> bombing things like that's just something we'll never see again i don't think cuz it was it's very different now but um yeah, it's just a different time, but I like seeing the dynamic of of new recruits, bright eyed and bushy tailed, coming into seasoned veterans that are only a couple of years apart. I'm still in, but like, come correct, Masters yes. of the Air. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm very much in. I I really really like this show. You know, not every show is perfect. Not every episode is perfect. So I give them the benefit of the doubt, especially because we don't know what's going to happen next. It could resolve very easily next episode. So. We'll see how it goes. It better, dude. Yeah. It better. I agree. It better, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining the HBO boys uh, this week to talk about all the things that we talked about. If you want to hear these episodes earlier and ad free, the way you do so is by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash HBO BYZ. Uh, there is a monetary uh, value added to that. It's a dollar and it's a dollar a month <laughs> that, you know, $12 a year. So you get these 
earlier ad-free, and you get to join a private Discord where you get to talk to us and tell us what to watch and tell us what to do. Uh, so that's pretty chill. And also, yeah. uh, for that dollar a month, your name gets read at the end of every episode, like Adam's about to do right now. Yes, thank you to all of our patrons, Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, Adam Donging Ryan, Chris Wood, Brent Ginn, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, Butter Nichols, Susan, and Buffalo Pizzle. And a special shout out to Sunshine and Brent Ginn for being our $5 a month tier patrons. Thank you very much. We hope you continue to do that. Please tell your friends, tell your family, post it on your social, repost our social stuff because we have social media. We are yeah. at the H-B-O-B-O-I-Z on most social Social medias, uh, Instagram, TikTok, threads. We don't have a Facebook, but you know, or maybe we do. Who knows? <laughs> no, we don't. And I don't want it. I don't like it. I don't want it either. Honestly, it's weird. and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But the other ones we do have. So please like, follow, comment and subscribe. Yeah. Do that. You know what? I've decided I don't want to be the thing. You don't want to be the thing. Okay. Who, who would you be? I want to be Dr. Doom. You <laughs> <laughs> you want to be Dr. Doom? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Why? Um, what, what about Dr. Doom intrigues you? Just like the amount of doom that he provides. And he always wears a mask. Mm, that's good, too. Anonymity yeah. and mm. doom. Both and things doom. that I really want to bestow upon the world. So, yeah. Yeah. What villain would you be if you could be any villain? Any villain? Any? Oh, my. Any villain? Um, Ultron. Oh, you'd be robot. Oh, I, I, Ultron is is such a cool villain <laughs> story. Um, man, I hope he comes back. I think I would be Trunchbull from Matilda. Oh, yeah. Okay, Adam, yeah. getting the choky, getting the choky. I'd be a nice Trunchbull. Okay, choky time <laughs> with a shotgun pointed at your head. Choky time, getting that choky, choky. Don't don't let the pins hit you on the way in. Choky time. And at some point, someone would be like, you've reloaded that shotgun too many times. Get in the chokey. And then <laughs> it's I for hit, effect. And then I hit you with it. Like, yeah, it turns out it's also a heavy object. Hurts when I hit you, doesn't it? Get in the chokey. Uh, Ryan Trenchbull. <laughs> Ryan Trunchbull, baby. You know, she, w- she would be a great addition to the MCU. Yes, she would. Trunchbull. You know what? You know what? What? She would. She would. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>